Hello and welcome to the Powerful African Women, the POW podcast. The podcast to empower the POW in you. I'm Aysatou. And I'm Saron. And today we're going to talk about love life, parents, and African culture. A topic chosen by our guest of the day, Farafi. So from family pressure to sticking with men from our culture and marrying and dating outside your culture, we'll discuss everything, share our experiences, and argue our points of view. So stay tuned and listen. Hello and welcome to our first uh, POW podcast with our guest. So our first guest is Farafin. Hi, it's nice to be here. I'm excited to do this with you guys. It's going to be so oh. fun. And we're so exciting to uh, having you because uh, Farafin was actually at our first POW meeting. She was there around the Poulet Yassa and this is actually how I met her. Now it's time to present yourself, Farafin, by bringing up the POW in you. So we're going to do a POW kind of presentation. So first question, guest of today, give us uh, your POW identification. That is how we're going to call you throughout the podcast. Um, well, you can call me Farafin. And if you want to know what Farafin... Why? Why Farafin? Well, Farafin means like, it means dark skin or brown skin or African, really, in uh, my language, in Bambara or Maninga or one of those July. It's kind of all similar, but yeah. Yeah. It basically means African because Farah is like skin and Fin is dark in color. So like Farah Finet. Oh, that's nice. It's totally a POW that's name, a right? Yeah, it's Period. such a POW name. Okay, so second question. Uh, we'd like to know your POW identification country or any other country you feel linked to. So if you were, if we want to know where Farafin is coming from, which country? Um, Farafin is coming from Mali, period. Okay? <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love how she's so confident it's actually, about it's it. It's just interesting. Well, yeah, that's funny because, like, I'm definitely a real, a true African-American because, like, my dad is American. He's black American, born raised here. But I mean, he's traveled a lot. He's lived in Africa, like Ivory Coast, Mali. I think Guinea. I'm not really sure, but he's lived in West Africa. But then my mom is from Mali. Like, she's a Malian, a Bamana. So I just like to claim my Malian fact. So oh, that's why that's that's nice. I am. Yeah. I'm Malian. That's just kind of what it is. That's African good. proud. Yeah, we, we love that. How? Okay, so now a more kind of serious question. What is your POW academic and professional career? By that, I mean, um, what is the path that brings you here and uh, will help you reach your POW goal? Um, I don't know. I feel like this is kind of a loaded question because coming into school, now I'm a third year, and coming into school, I was like mm -hmm. at the intention of like going to medical school, being a doctor. I was pre-med. I was a neuroscience major. But then I changed my major to global health, so like santé publique, like because I think it mm -hmm. aligns more with what I want to do. I'm more passionate mm -hmm. about being able to help people on like not just a medical scale, but like like on a large scale, but that has to like contribute. Like I see, like dignity, like basically human dignity, mm -hmm. like justice for others, human wow. rights. It's like woman yeah, empowerment. Yeah, so it's like you're empowering individuals. It's, it's not just exactly like it's not just um, kind of like that proximate relationship where you basically diagnose something and then you you can prescribe the medicine because you've gone to medical school. But it's more so mm -hmm. like trying to make things accessible for people, like giving people a voice, trying to mm -hmm. uplift people that have been brought down and oppressed. And then I want to integrate that with health as well. So, like, my goal yeah. is to be able to, like, God willing, to be able to, like, strengthen health systems within 
like West Africa, most specifically in Mali, but just anywhere around that because it's all the same. And I want to be able to like increase accessibility and availability of certain like health resources to people and just empower people because it's not fair that they don't have, there's such a like a big um, disparity in terms of health and healthcare for people just because mm-hmm. they're living in certain areas. And I want to work yeah, in something good. like that, maybe some policy change, some global governance, but I still want to be like on the ground mm-hmm. working with real people. So. Like we'll you really want to have an impact yeah, like a on the community. Yeah, like a population thing. I want to yeah. have a lot of people. So that's my pal goal, global health. That's an amazing. That's good. One last <laughs> question. Okay. So um, since pal is about being authentically you, Uh, what hobbies do you enjoy the most? Hmm, what makes me authentically me? I like to do a lot of things. I love to laugh. I love to dance. <laughs> oh, I love documentaries. I love to hear about different people's stories. Um, I enjoy things that make me kind of cry, but not like in a sad way, but like inspire me to the point of tears. So I like a lot of global health documentaries. Oh, wow. Yeah, I won't just watch anything. <laughs> what is your favorite documentary oh, then? I have no idea. I really don't know. I watch a lot of YouTube oh. ones. Like there's one um, channel called Unreported World, and like they talk about these these different problems in, like all all around the globe that people don't really know about. And it's just nice because it gives certain groups of individuals representation that they're not used to getting, but then also informs about things that are happening around the world. I just like to talk with people and understand mm-hmm. more about the human experience. Okay, so I'm gonna let Saron uh, do our second game of presentation. Hi, Parafin. Hi, so we're going to play a little game. Okay. We're going to ask you a few questions and you will choose one of them. It's okay. called a fireside chat. Okay. Okay. So first question, LA or Bamako? Bamako. Oh, wow. wow that was really quick. She, <laughs> She didn't, didn't even think. At all. <laughs> but then I actually thought, okay. again, after I said it, I thought again. I was like, hmm, but no, I like it. <laughs> Bello, yeah, still Bamako. Yeah. Okay. Uh, urban or countryside? Urban. Oh, yes. yes. Same yes, for me, too. Definitely. Yeah, urban. definitely urban. Urban girls. Soccer or basketball? Basketball. Really? Why? I don't know. I don't play the sport. I don't play either of the sports. I was going to choose soccer at first, but I like basketball players because they're tall. Yeah. Are you serious? I mean, the soccer players are cool, too. That's why you see, I Bro, have that's so cool. Yeah. Netflix and cheer or Savoy Club in LA? With somebody? Like, I mean, it's or you. Or just in general? It's your own like, interpretation. Like more, if you have the choice between like having a Netflix and chill uh, night with, I don't know, a guy mm-hmm. and going out to Savoy Club and enjoy partying with your friends. Hmm. Oh, I'll go to the club. All right. Okay. So next question, um, working in the US or working in Mali? Uh, this is difficult because I don't know if I want to work in either. I kind of want to be traveling all the time. I don't want to stay here. But okay, so let's say if you work in both countries, which one will you enjoy the most? Probably Mali. Mm-hmm. Because That it's makes just sense. more family there. Like, it's yeah, just family. A it's a different mm-hmm. context, different culture. In the office or in the field? In the field, definitely. Not in yeah, office. it's less boring. What about braids, wigs, or natural hair? Braids. I always have braids. Hmm. Yeah. She's the braids. I know, girl. and she looks so pretty. I've never seen all the you time. with nothing really? else. I've think, never seen that. Even your natural you know, hair. I, I sometimes do it for a little, but I just don't like it. A lot of people are like, oh, you should keep it like that. But they don't understand that it, it takes... It no, but you look so much better with your braids. Yeah. Like, really? it's beautiful. I think for you, it's like part of your identity now. Yeah, braids is a part of it. Yeah, like, I'm a braids true. person. <laughs> okay, next question. Umu Sangare or Burna Boy? Umu Sangare. It's easy. 
Oh my gosh, <laughs> that was so easy. Because I love Umusangare. That way you can you can be having fun too. You can dance too, and you can also be sad. Too. I know. Yeah. Okay, last question: Mafe or Yasapule or uh, Supukanja? Supukanja. Even I want to eat that right now. I'm oh, so I hungry. love that. <laughs> yeah, Supukanja. Okay. okay, so. so mm-hmm. That kind of ends our presentation. So now I think uh, you listener know you know a little more about who Farafin is. And now we're gonna talk about the real, the real, real topic of the day: Ta-da. love life, parents, and African <sighs> culture. Kind of scary. Just kidding. That's gonna be fun. So tell us, Farafin, what motivates you to talk today about love life, parents, and African culture to our POW network? Um, I feel like there's a lot of things that motivate me to talk about this. One, I'd say probably my parents are kind of an example of of this topic mm-hmm. because my mom, again, she's like from Mali, born and raised there. And then my dad's American, African-American. And they got married kind of, I wouldn't say outside of the culture, but like it's just a little different because some people are more strict with that. So that's one thing. That's an interesting dynamic that I feel like would be cool to explore like just talk about a little more because even with my parents I don't really talk about that that much with them but when you're growing up you kind of see the differences in culture and how Mm -hmm. and just how how people kind of react and behave and interact with certain things because of their cultural context or like whatever they were brought up doing and then also I've just experienced a lot with like friends and family even myself where like they maybe kind of love somebody or have been with somebody that's not a part of their culture and then they couldn't be with that person because of that it's just a lot of different things and it's very common so it's an interesting it's topic. very yeah. common it's like, yeah and i feel it's it's really common for us since we're yeah. all yeah, like for us power women from, like like we're not living in our country you know yeah. so that's gonna happen yeah, and anyway. that even like yeah. dictates how we go about our life like ch- like choosing life partners like we always have that in the back of our mind so it's just interesting exactly it really it's interesting. matters a lot so yes agreed so to talk about it just uh to help our listener follow us a bit uh we're gonna first talk about uh how is why would we want to stick to our culture uh so maybe because of family pressure or maybe because uh, men from our culture also represent something that we're looking for and then we're gonna try to think about why would we want to date or marry also outside of our culture and what to do when that's uh, when that happens so um, we're gonna start by talking about family pressures so why families are putting so much pressure to be sure that their daughters marry inside the cultures. I mean um, you emphasize about daughters I think it's not even daughters too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe there's a little more pressure on us women, but even some men too. It's like depending on the family, they're also pressured to stick inside the culture. Yeah, I've seen that a lot. Agreed. But I feel right? like yeah. So the thing is, it's understandable, but I feel like there's always like it all depends on the extent to which each family goes in terms of emphasizing that thing because. It'll be sometimes like, okay, they would rather their child or their children marry within the similar culture because maybe they're thinking for, like, long term. They know that difficulties mm-hmm. come with, with, like, not sharing the same viewpoints. Like, it's yeah. very true. I see it. Like, I know it. I've experienced it. It's, it's really true. Because even my cousin, um, my mm-hmm. my aunt is um, from Mali. She's like, and then my uncle is Nigerian. So it's like, still, there's different cultures. I have a, a lot of, in fact, a lot of my aunts and uncles have, like, 
married like different cultures. Like my other uncle, he married an Italian. You, do you mean your uncles in on your American no, 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 side no. or your Malian side? My Malian side. All this is my mom's side. So it's okay. just interesting because I feel like our family was we're not or my grandparents they're not as like strict and stringent on those things. That's probably why it was okay for them mm. to marry these people. And honestly, I think what really matters is like the character of the person whether or not they have good morals, whether or not they have principles, like if they're a person of dignity, you know, if they have like some type of like God conscious, like they just have to be like a good human being. I feel like that's like mm -hmm. the basis for it. But then if you keep, if you look past all of that, then all of those factors of culture come in. And I think the parents just don't want difficulties for their children. Or a lot of times, you know, like in the African like community, people kind of talk a lot and they they, yeah. they look at you different or they might shame you in a certain way if you're not doing things that don't align with mm -hmm. what's what's common or like what's tradition or what they're used to. So I feel like a lot of parents, even if in their heart they don't care that much, it's because they don't want to be like talked about. I think definitely, yeah. Like that's yeah, a good point that you said, right? Like mm -hmm. on the long term, I think the parents say, have the best interest of their yeah, children mm -hmm. right yeah. maybe they've had oh they've seen also different stories like about two different Cultures, countries they, you know mixing and then there's a lot exactly like that's something they want to avoid mm. as much as possible exactly because whenever you marry your i children, actually i actually have a story like of something happening like that to someone in my family like um so her mom didn't want to didn't want so she 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 wanted to marry an italian guy she's she she was uh she's from senegal mm -hmm. and her mom didn't want it at the beginning and then she was like okay i'll give you my blessing but what happened is that um it was people from two religion one was christian and one was muslim mm -hmm. right and the issue was that once the children were born they they say okay Uh, we're gonna uh, breed him in a kind of Muslim way, so he shouldn't eat pork, you know, like, even if he's not Muslim, let's say pork is kind of a no issue, like, he's not eating pork. Mm -hmm. Well, he went for holiday uh, to visit his family in Italy, mm -hmm. and what happened is that the family-in-law forced the children to eat pork, kind of, you know, like, just the, the family-in-laws didn't want to respect the boundaries that were set even by right. the parents, so sometimes even if you marry someone who's working for you and who's going to respect your value and your traditions and your family knows that the family in laws might not yeah. uh, agree that's with that people, yeah, that's so like, sometimes your parents want to protect yeah, that's you that's what i'm thinking like really at the end of the day i feel like the parents just kind of want the best for you parents i think that's what they want so if they know that there's going to be problems even if it's just with your intimate like your partner is like no problem but then their their mom there's a the whole family yeah there's a whole family there's aunts there's uncles there's sisters like all of that can just cause problems for your own no because it's true though and the thing is you know we always say that like whenever you, you marry somebody you marry also their family it's true yeah so sometimes we kind of forget we kind of focus on like the nuclear family like you know the mm -hmm. husband the wife and then the kids mm -hmm. because that's really, but I then whenever really there's problem yeah. yeah yeah that's another thing like here i feel like in the u.s or like american culture that's like the fo the focus like family is your nuclear family family is just your wife yeah. and your children within your household like it's not but once you get home yeah it's yeah. not your wife's mother or your husband's mother or your husband's father like it's not that's like family but they, they won't think of it in the same way as like where you kind of used to thinking of family Like that's more of like oh my family in law like even for them to add that term mm -hmm. is kind of I don't know it's just different because like here they'll be like your mom but then like I feel like if your husband was referring to your own mom 
I mean, to your mom, like within the like the Mali or like the whatever West African context, they'll be they'll say mama, like they'll call them their own mom. Mm-hmm. You know, it won't be, it won't ever be oh your dad oh your mom. It'll be like mom and dad, or it'll be like mama and papa. Like you know, even the way that they kind of talk about like refer to other people's parents, it's like different. They don't have the same concept of family here versus there. So no, that's, that's true. Why maybe they're afraid. Of so it. I'm actually gonna add like kind of a question mm-hmm. here um do you think that maybe for african culture it's even harder because we have more like yeah. cultural weight like we, we are bringing more to like a relationship with our african background so it's actually harder for us to um to go outside the culture because we're bringing so much already um, what do you mean by no harder? like, like culturally right yeah because i feel like it wouldn't make anything yeah. harder if anything it's just gonna like kind of refine and like I don't know, make the the playing field like more narrow. So like I feel like if we have more to we have more expectations because we want people to align with our culture. If we have a lot of culture then that means we're gonna find somebody that aligns with our values no matter what. Mm-hmm. But if it was like if it wasn't the case, it would be maybe it might be easier to find somebody that because it's like not as many expectations, but that doesn't necessarily mm-hmm, mean mm-hmm, it's harder. Mm-hmm. And it's if anything, mm-hmm. I feel like it's more of a positive aspect that we have so much that we're looking for like we want somebody that's rich in culture like someone that's like like culturally yeah. like but i don't know okay so basically like whenever you talked about culture right about having us having a big baggage and mm-hmm. then we want to find somebody that has the same cultural baggage kind of like i saw this article right and then like one person said the mother said that she would rather have her daughter or like her son right marry a white person compared to marrying somebody from nigeria or like ghana or jamaica right because they already have such a they also you know like they have their own culture and they're also very engraved in it if it makes sense yeah Yeah, so they rather marry you know what i mean i've heard of this notion before because sometimes even within africa like they won't want to marry some other like african culture yeah it's so broad you know it's not just like the same the culture is different everywhere and we are really stick to our traditions and our values and we're asking a lot and if you ask someone with the same kind of cultural baggage to come and just uh, like follow yours he already has his own so it's gonna be really really hard Uh, the article actually we're gonna put the link uh it's called this is africa family pressure and it's a lot of example about stick uh dating within culture yeah because they usually said that you know white people quote in quote like they don't have much of a culture so like it'll be easier for them to adjust in our culture instead of mm-hmm. you know marrying somebody from ghana from nigeria from congo so where they have their own senegal. yeah or even from senegal right yeah. like they have their own baggage already yeah. i don't and know that one's like an it's an interesting like concept but i feel like i don't know if i fully agree with it Because it's just, like, it's understandable that, like, they might not have as much culture, but I think it's all relative. So if we think of, like, first of all, white person is very general. Like, it's just, like, okay, white person. But let's say a typical American, a white American male. So we take this individual, Mm -hmm. and they have their set of American values and and principles. Those values and principles don't align well enough with, like, someone from Senegal versus, Mm -hmm. like, someone from Senegal and then, like, someone from Ghana. Like, I feel like the one from Ghana and Senegal would have probably, like, similar more similarities than the like white american male because because white person can mean so much you know like it just depends on the context and although they don't have as much like their culture is not as rich as the african culture the west african mm-hmm. culture they still have their like 
constructs and guiding principles that kind of guide their their life and the things that they do mm. it depends on the white person or it, it yeah really depends it depends, on the depends. and like where they're coming from because yeah. maybe one from europe is different like maybe one from germany is is less culturally like ingrained open yeah. yeah because i feel i even have another aunt who's like she's from mali and her husband is german so it's like it just it, it all depends on like the individual really because I feel like Americans. I think that's very, the big thing. Very, in, they love their culture. Like they're very they're nationalistic. Like they like there's an American culture. You know, like there's a really prominent one too. Like you see it. Like you know when this is the oh this is like American culture. This is what we do in the U.S. You know. So actually, it might just be a question of openness of your yeah, partner or, and of his family. You know how open they all be to another culture. Maybe so. Yeah. It's very complex. This yeah. this topic because so, you really don't know because you could be open, but then again, like your family and your extended family it's just like there's a lot that goes into it i feel like you you just need to i mean your family is gonna put pressure they have their reasons and you just have to understand those reasons and be able to talk about it with your partner and see if you can like solve the kind of issue you know because those issues i think they're kind of make sense they do make sense and it's usually during difficult times that like you remember all you realize about all those cultural differences sometimes so they just on the long term want to make sure that we prevent you yeah, know problems so those those problems happening yeah. in the future mm. but then how do you get to that you have to really find somebody Agreed. that's the thing you and really have to find do. somebody and like you need to set those rules from like the beginning so as, from the beginning yeah Agreed. like you, you understand what kind of person you want and then the both baggages you know like on from your family and from their family and see if you're ready to take, take that on, yeah exactly and yeah so there's a lot to think about and actually i was like it's kind of bring me to the second type of things it's like men from our culture let's talk a bit more about those men you know men from the country we're coming from how i don't know if one of you or if you know people who has experienced dating with people within your own culture what were the perks and also can you do you think you'll be able to date someone from your Uh, who only live in their hometown, like dating someone who's only been living in Senegal, knowing that we've traveled a I'm lot. I'm very curious to hear Ramata's point of view. Yeah, I feel like, okay, you guys maybe should talk about yours first because cause you guys kind of grew up more within in Africa opposed to That's me. true, that yeah. makes sense. So. The thing is, I didn't really grow up in, like, in Senegal, so it's... Uh, it's uh, has always been hard for me to connect. Mm -hmm. Like truth be told, I've never connected with guys that were that has never traveled, like live abroad or been in others' country. I I really cannot uh, connect with them because we have so like we see life so different. much differently we don't have the same expectations we don't even think the same way you know like my goals are is kind of like worldwide and their goal is kind of really culturally stick to senegal you know what i mean and I, i'll feel kind of trapped and having like my resources mm -hmm. being narrow if i stick to a guy who hasn't yeah, i agree with you like, yeah and it's the same thing um that you said right like i mean i did grow up in africa but i grew up in gabon which is kind of different culturally also from ivory coast and yeah. guinea even right and yeah definitely i don't see myself dating somebody who just exclusively said in africa and like you said I don't know like the points of view are quite different yeah. like we see the world very yeah. differently we have 
had different experiences, especially as women. I feel like whenever you come abroad, you yeah. become way more independent. You rely on yourself so much exactly. more. And guys don't that they don't like that. Back home they don't like this kind of They don't even like mention exactly. They don't even like you mentioning it. You know, whenever you say that, yeah. oh, like, I'm going by my own, or like, I've done all that by myself, they just feel like you're diminishing them, which is not what you want to do. You know, it's just a, like, exactly. I've had my own experiences. I've been very independent. So I don't know why you want me to give all that up just so that I can fit into your world. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. about compromising, but like, I'm not gonna give everything up just because you, don't, you want you me to really be the know. perfect... Exactly, yeah. like... Because some people also... Like, I understand that because me as well, even because... Okay, because I'm living here, I grew up here, so... But I've always had, like, the blessing of being able to go back often to Maui and, like, I've been to, like, Ivory Coast, just different parts, but as being that I've experienced that, like, different... Like cultural context and talk to different people with it's just I don't think I would be able to connect with somebody on the same level if they haven't traveled as well and understand like I don't yeah. want to make it like um how do you say it? like a requirement or what prerequisite or something like you have to have mm -hmm. traveled in order for me to want to even be interested in you like that's not the case but it's just in terms of having like interesting and like dynamic conversations about things we could connect on on a greater level than just what we know here Like, I'd rather have those conversations than, like, you know, just something local. Like, it's no problem to talk about the stuff that's going on within your immediate setting, but it just makes things more interesting when you can talk about things different from what everyone else talks about. Because it, it's like you learn it's more great. when you have a better... And I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say, yeah, for me, uh, the like, I, I would stick to my culture if I'm sure that I can have those things yeah. you just said you know like this kind of openness and this yeah. kind of curious curiosity and all of those like I, I can stick with the culture I'll be actually it's actually easier sometimes you know like having someone from your culture uh if he has those kind of yeah. requirement that's our like like again we're not shutting them down it's just a exactly yeah. no if he has that you know global awareness yeah that's like what i look for like you some people mm, haven't necessarily fine. had the chance to even travel but they have this broader idea of like they know that there's something else out there i need somebody that's globally aware and they're yeah, curious about that wanting they yeah. want to be in a different like they want to know about different human experiences around the world mm -hmm. like i need someone that's open-minded just period yeah. yeah so actually they don't have to have lived abroad they just have to be curious not about necessarily just curious, the others or yeah, the other culture they have to be yeah. like they yeah, have to agreed. be aware like globally we're like someone that's that listens exactly, to news yeah. not just one agreed. kind of news network like i remember i had this one teacher in my high school it's crazy because i went to like this like private christian school And I have nothing to do with that kind of life. Like, it's so different, like, from me. I'm, like, African and, like, Muslim. And I just went there because it was a good school within our, like, mm -hmm. city. But either way, I went there. And just, like, the, the culture there was so different than what I'm used to. And then these teachers would just be coming up to us, telling us things that we didn't even ask for. Like, he would be like, he was like, yeah, my soul. I get most of my news from Fox. Fox News Network. <laughs> that's, like, I'm more of, like, um on the right conservative. It's like, okay, we get it. But, like. That doesn't make you anything special because I, you're not taking the time to understand what's going on really around the world. Yeah. Okay, so that was part one, more about uh, sticking to your culture and all the issue with that. Now we're going to talk about dating or marrying outside of your culture. So um, I want to talk about kind of the first topic 
which is, uh, I'm asking you a question, girls. I'm going to call it the scale of foreignity, meaning how foreign can we go? Like, how foreign can you go for a guy? How foreign can I go? Mm. I don't care. I can go <laughs> Austria, Germany, Japan, Korea, uh, Senegal, <laughs> Argentina, <laughs> Brazil. Oh, j'adore les Brésiliens. Uh, les Anglais. Oh, hello, darling. <laughs> Would you like a cup of tea, darling? I like I feel like I also like this kind of guy also that have this kind of mixed culture because you're talking to me about English but I would say like an English Jamaican or an English Ghanaian or even a Senegalese Brazilian yeah, or that. a Senegalese Korean like why not girl voilà. yes voilà. Yeah, yeah, I okay that. I like that I like that See, yeah I like that but you still have to have that African in you yeah I love Africans it's kind of what it is no I do love okay I do True. like them too yeah but Me I don't so. I don't I'm discriminate about, against yeah I don't discriminate against but I would prefer yeah. a, a it's I just easier yeah you see for yeah. some stuff but I, much, Me, I, I don't very discriminate much prefer, yeah and I'm thinking like I'm here living in America grew up in America but for some reason mm. I just feel like I'd rather have Maybe an African that's living here yeah, that understands both cultures yeah. as opposed to just like I agree. American. Like not, that's not a problem at all. Like we there's lovely African Americans. We love them. But if I don't see those those like special values in an African American yeah. as opposed to seeing it in like an African, then I agree. I won't choose African. Me, it's 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 actually when I say I want African, it doesn't mean I want someone who's from Africa or what what I mean when I say I want African is someone who is kind of who has the same first set of values, you know, like the respect you can have to yeah, your parents or yeah. this kind of, you know, how the children should behave, those kind of stuff. Yeah, because there's a lot of Africans that don't even have that. So it's like, it really that's the thing. The that's why it's bad when we say we want African or we, like we want a certain type of people. But I like, but I like, Af like in terms of attraction, yeah. I think I like Africans. But you can yeah. actually have those all, all those values in someone that is not African. For instance, someone who has Very grown, true. like a, a white guy who has grown up in Africa. What do you hmm. feel like? He might have those values. Yeah, he might have those come. values. That's why I'm saying I don't discriminate against yeah. right? that. Because sometimes shit. it's like we focus so much on, okay, he's African. He's ticking mm. that box. Or he's, you know... European is taking that box, and we should f focus more on like what values that that person really have. Yeah. That would be bringing, lifting us, and just making our lives better. Something like that, right? Yeah, we don't want. To but again, it's like difficult for us. Oftentimes, you're coming from the really stringent African culture. No, that's what I'm difficult. saying. Exactly. So yeah, it just so depends difficult. on the person, but also in terms of like oh, what you like, what you're attracted to. Like right. that's also different. So yeah. it just really all depends. Girls, to be like sincere, my the really the thing I'm looking uh, for a guy is the vibe mm -hmm. I'm gonna have with him. That's what you, you know, have like, to look for. The vibe is not. It doesn't mean I mean first I want a guy who's gonna I don't know listen to the kind of same kind of music go mm -hmm. like enjoy the same kind of stuff I'm gonna enjoy. He can be like, he can he can even be Chinese. I'll be good with that. But it's just that the probability that he's be he's gonna be black and African is gonna be way higher because most African and black guy, um, we kind of share the same values. But it can actually be I don't know an Australian maybe, right? So, yeah, oh so. why why do you say white? Right, I don't know. Sarah. You're the one who started talking about Austrians. I don't even right? know an Australian Sarah. in my life. So <laughs> okay, so, yeah. Okay, the thing yeah. is again, from it's open mindedness, right? Yeah. yeah. You see, I see mm. a lot of mixed couple, and to be honest, I like, I love I watching really like them it. because yeah. sometimes you, 
look at the husband let's say the husband is from austria right and then he embraces Austria. the culture of the wife. She has something huh? with Australians. She loves Austria. Australians, right? Because she keeps saying. No, it's really just an example. <laughs> <laughs> I could pick Germany. I could pick English. She would say the same thing. Mm-hmm. No, right. But what I'm saying is, it's just again, like it's that openness. Like, how much are you willing to Take discover it. my yeah. culture? Because there'll be to some to embrace that are not it. Do that at all? Exactly. They're it. not gonna do okay. that. But, also, but the tr- uh, but truth be told about mixed mixed rage marriage, I've observed too. There are the kind where both cultures are uh, conserved during the marriage and the relationship. But in some other mixed marriage, and most of the time when one of the family doesn't agree with the marriage, is that yeah. a texture uh, a culture takes over the other one. Like if you have, it for instance, like there is a lot of like I don't know a Senegalese girl marrying a, a French guy. Well, if the Senegalese family wasn't really into the French guy or like the French family and all, well, the girl is yeah. going to become like French, you know, like she's going to yeah, kind she's of gonna, resent her Senegalese yeah. culture. Mm-hmm. So you have no, to I've also find the mixed marriage, you need to have a good balance between those two cultures. The point is, we're talking about, let's say, when both cultures agree, right? Or like when both families yeah. okay. agree okay. The, and they're all happy with that situation, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we realize that it's not more about he's African or he's from blah, blah, blah. It's more about the connection that you have and the harmony, I think. But on the long term, again, cultural differences might bring in some problems. Yeah. And that's why we have to agree from the beginning, right? Like, this might be an issue. How are we going to mm-hmm. tackle it? Are you going to be willing to tackle it? And if you feel like it's not going to work, that's when it's going to be a problem. Like, let's say again, let's use the religion, right? Mm-hmm. Which is a In a lot thing. of miscouples, that can be a problem. One can be atheist, mm-hmm. one can be Catholic, one can, can be Muslim, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, let's say you have kids, are you going to be willing to give up your non-believer, like, non-stuff, to let your children go to a mosque? Yeah, Those are the stuff you have to mind. think about. Yeah, that's like the culture, because religion and culture are so, like, intimately intertwined. That the, matters yeah. so, Usually, a lot of times, that's even really what it is that's like yeah yeah that's the point of like okay there's either choose or you you can't it's either one way or another because a lot of times the it comes down to how are they going to raise the children and some people say okay we'll do both they'll decide but really at the end of the day that's if you're very like passionate about your religious like Mm -hmm. journey or your spiritual journey and you are with somebody who's not who doesn't fully align with that with that journey, With it's that, going to be different. It's, it gets an issue. It's really uh, a problem. Yeah, but actually, it's an issue. But I've I've known people like I have an example of a couple for which it works. Like the woman is a Christian, like a, a like she's going every Sunday to the church and all. Like she's a believer, and the guy is a Muslim. Like he's doing his prayers and all. And uh, they've been married for so long right now. And how d- d- did they make it work? They just talked. You know, like before getting married, they're like, okay, I have my faith, you have yours. How is it going to be for the children? They kind of decided to say, okay, the guy is going to be a Muslim. The guy, like, if we have a boy, it's going to be a Muslim. And if we mm-hmm. have a girl, it's gonna, she's going to be a Christian. But what happened is that just both children, like, children had both religions. And they actually, they actually have chosen. And it got, like, mixed up. And they actually have both. And they had the chance, which actually we didn't really have. But they had the chance to choose. So... You just, that's, I, I think, think that's if a you good talk, example. Yeah, it but can that's work. kind of like mine. Like, my dad was Christian yeah. before he married my mom. And, yeah. like, even, like, he converted, of course, for, like, the Islamic, like, marriage. But then, if you think about it, 
even when I was young, I was still sometimes, because you don't, you convert, okay, like, it's not too, too stringent if you're just here converting for the marriage to make it official, but, like, still in the beginning, maybe, he was, like, used to going to church and stuff, so sometimes I'd go to church with him when I was, like, really young, so, like, I've also had the chance to see kind of both sides, and, like, I went to a Christian school, so, you know, it's, like, it's good and stuff, but also, if you think about it, it's different when it's, like, the male versus, it's, like, a the woman versus yeah. the man like you can't if for instance in my situation if you're muslim you can't just marry anyone you have to marry another muslim that's how it's written so i can't like it won't be the same like it won't be like this muslim man married this christian this christian woman and like they kind of were able to like compromise and choose like it's just a different dynamic when it's the woman who's muslim versus mm -hmm. the man and it's mm -hmm. always different when it's the woman versus the man mm -hmm. there's just more leeway when it's a when it's a man versus it's the harder woman. yeah I so agree. for us to talk about it, it's like a wonderful like example like the children are able to choose things but like that's because it's the privilege of being a man yeah agreed and that agreed. Context, so yeah but. my question is now so like how do you like what steps would you take you know let's say you're in the mixed couple to make sure that it gets as successful as like you know ramatas or farafin's mm -hmm. family or as your mm -hmm. uncle like what steps would you think will be important from the beginning the people have you have it all i think it's all about communication and understanding because yeah. still because my dad doesn't go to church my dad is literally like a muslim like he goes to Juma and fight like he's fully practicing Muslim now you know but in the beginning it wasn't like that so it just really depends on the person you're with you have to know who you're with and see if they're like if they're going to even be willing to to get it to go to that so it just depends really on who Agreed. you're dealing with and culture that's why you're gonna culture. see all, you should see also right like are you gonna be willing to spend your life with someone who isn't doesn't align with will, you and these really exactly it doesn't align with you and might maybe even take you away from those values yeah, that you cherish what, also a, yeah yeah that's actually what 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 you should avoid is someone who's gonna like not respect your beliefs and actually try to change that as, yeah. as long as the person is okay with respecting your boundaries i think it can really work because for me religion is something personal anyway so it is if you can make that work it's okay if you can't yeah, it's not gonna is, work out which is the i think that's the thing that the of the culture it's like you don't want to come to the point where they're gonna in some way maybe intentionally yeah, like disrespect yeah. you or like i don't even disgrace Take you, you away because, from yeah or like make it detach you from what you're used to like the things that you cherish and love if that's what's gonna happen even if you don't intend it to happen it's very very possible that it will happen because obviously when you love somebody or like if you have feelings for somebody that's it's mm -hmm. just a you compromise so much yeah sometimes. it's a different dynamic so like sometimes you may be compromising things that you you told yourself you're not going to ever compromise in the past so just really you should be that's why it's good to be maybe kind of focused on the kind of person you want to let into your life so that when and if that happens or if that might be a possibility you'll it'll be different like it won't be mm -hmm. e as easy for you to kind of like go away from what you're used to or the things that you love and great great and um, i will add girls very important even if those two people communicate and agree and all also puts both family in laws together in and say yeah. and talk because those sometimes are the real issues so. that's yeah a lot of times that is yeah. what it, that's what it is especially west african culture I would even say maybe yes. just African culture in general. Why is that a thing? But when you marry like in African culture, you don't marry someone. You marry his family, like or her family. Period. It's a union. It's a family union, which is actually nice because then you have you gain a family by uh, uh with your marriage. Like you have an entire new family, which is beautiful. But it's like yeah. But the thing is sometimes because sometimes I'll have like understand a lot of different mother in laws like 
from like yeah. people's experience like they'll be so harsh and mean towards like let's say we're mm -hmm. the new wife like they'll really it's almost as if they hate they hate you but i mean i don't know if they hate but it's like they just have so much anger or like I don't know how do you say like mm. they're they don't have a, they have so much negative energy they, towards yeah, the they wives. Don't and thinking, accept you yeah. as easily. That's that's something that I really just don't understand. Yeah, I never can get, get it. Like I'm like, bro, you know you are a wife. One you have day, this position I one know. day. And if I was in that position, I would never do that to somebody. I just even think about you have some daughters, right? Do you really think you'd be fine? seeing yeah. your daughter being yeah, treated the same true. way you're training your daughter-in-law yeah. right now that's why i just don't understand like what gives you the right that's all about it see that's yeah. why you want to be really understand who you're marrying who, like who you're with their parents and i feel like it's always really good to understand whether or not your partner like whoever you oh, decide yes. to be with yeah it's close with Agreed. their family or not because that's an important factor yeah. Yeah. and yeah. also something important to meet your family-in-laws before getting that's, married know, that's, a <laughs> that's something like it no because like it's not that obvious because like from my experience i've like noticed that in senegal people are okay with two people getting married and then after the marriage, okay, we'll get to know the, the family and all. And I'm like, no, it doesn't make sense. You need to figure out if both families are going to work out wow. before accepting and being okay with the marriage, you know? That's very true. Like, that's, yeah, I, I would be that's afraid important. to go into any real marriage if the family Me too, right? If I've never met, like, your, yeah. your side of yeah, your family. No. Okay, so that was... Uh, I don't know if you have something to add, but that was really interesting. Um... Let's see. Um, I'm going to no, ask no. some kind of a wrap-up questions and each of you are going to give me your answer and kind of uh, wrap everything we've set up. So for you, in terms of relationship and all uh, and culture, uh, what should you base your choice, your choice on? So I'm going to let Ramata start first. What are the main like uh, criteria and stuff you should base your, you are going to base your choice on? Uh it's kind of just like the things that I already said. Like, I definitely want somebody that's, yeah. first of all, like, really close with their family. I want somebody that's close with their mother. And if they have any sisters, like, they're close with their sisters or, like, whatever women are in their family. I want them to have, like, a very, very <laughs> strong, like, and, like, a loving good. relationship with that, with those people. Because then, like, they give, that's, like, that's the, the I guess, like, the guideline or, like, the outline of how they're supposed mm -hmm, to treat mm -hmm. you as a person. Mm -hmm. And if they're not loving towards these people, how are they going to be loving towards you? Like, that's essential. Also, they should be somebody that's God-conscious because I'm very passionate about, like, religion. And I feel like I want someone to understand that aspect and be able to connect with me on that level. Um, oh, I think just a wise person. Like, I want somebody that's that shares culture. Like, I love Africans, but it depends on where you're from in Africa. But yeah, I want that. And I also want somebody who's just like outgoing and like very understanding. Like I want you to be open to things and not be closed off. Have like one of those discriminative or like, discriminatory like minds. Nice. Okay. And Saho? Uh, me criteria. I mean, tradition wise, I'm open to really any culture in West Africa. Let's be more specific. <laughs> That's kind of... No, oh right but lot. i think definitely like religion is a big thing yeah, like um, to, yeah, i want somebody to yeah religion. that brings me closer to yeah God, you want somebody you know, that makes you better Islam. you know exactly that I really makes, makes you better. better person like, that's and i can make them a better important. person and you need to be goal-oriented period period man yeah, i need you to be as ambitious as i am yeah i even forgot to say that that's really um, vital more actually that's like it. i feel like i'm pretty ambitious mm -hmm. so like i don't want to be the one with only you know all the ambition the other ones exactly kind of yeah you need to be yeah. that level or even more 
so they can inspire you within Agreed. that relationship. exactly yeah for me i would have like five points which are which is kind of what you just said what is very important is also to have like uh when i say someone from my from the same culture I mean, someone, um, when I say the same culture, I don't say the same country. I mean, the same cultural, meaning we'll have the same expectations, we'll have the same things we like and all of that. Culture, for me, it's not about the country. It's about the, as in French, we'll say the same délire, like we're in the same vibe, like yeah. we're vibing. That's what culture means for me. Second thing I would say, uh, I need someone who is open, really curious, who loves to travel because I love traveling, uh, who who has a limitless way of thinking, meaning that he, he's not going to say, oh, okay, I, I'm going to limit myself to something or I cannot do something. I want someone who's yeah. able to say I can do everything and I'm going to try yeah. doing everything during my life here. And then I will say uh, communications. I need someone that I could talk to and mm -hmm. talk. I think it's like com communication is the key to every single relationship, basically. That's really true. Uh, I'll check the family in law, totally, because family in laws I've heard so many bad stories I'm like I don't want to get involved in that thank god my parents like the families in laws are really getting along and I want that for my family mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. important and then yeah as you were saying I need someone as ambitious as I am because I'll be really yeah. ambitious and yeah, yeah. but Farafi added a good point definitely we want somebody funny oh yeah true well that was a really 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 interesting talk we've talked about so many things um just a reminder for our listeners we're gonna put uh some sources so the bbc article that sarah was talking about uh we're gonna put the link mm -hmm. and thank you for listening to that and uh maybe uh farafine do you want to add something a tips or something you want to say to the power network maybe outside even of this topic but just what do you want to say to the power network um i want to say first of all thanks for having me because i really enjoyed this conversation and I feel like it's really necessary for people to have these dis like these discussions on, um, I don't know, very, very specific issues, but things that we're always thinking of in the back of our mind. Like we don't always get the chance to like talk and have this discourse and then have other people hear it. So I really appreciate like the POW network for like allowing this to be something. And then I feel like just in general, a tip. Thank you. She said, you're welcome. <laughs> a tip for people. I don't know. I feel like my tip is just be as genuine as you can. Like, just be the real you. Be mm -hmm. you. Be who you are. Thank you, Thank Farafine. you. That Thank was you. such a great way to close. Thank you very much, Farafine. Uh, thank you to our listener for listening. Um, Follow us on social media to have already the information. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. You just have to type Powerful African Women on your yeah, phone do or your computer. Now. Powerful African Women and for Twitter, it's Power Women in, in one word. And give us your opinion, your suggestion, your comments. Comment on this topic. You know, what do you think about uh, love life, parents, and African culture? Share as much as possible this podcast to strengthen the Power Network. Yeah, I know everybody share your experiences about how dating life has been going you can reach us also through email at powerfulafricanwoman at gmail.com again just give us your opinion ask us questions really share your you know your feeling about the topic that we shared with you today send us some love we take everything as always yeah and talk about how to your entourage and don't forget to bring out the power in you